remember where the button is. Welcome, as Jay talks over the intro to the Theme Park Junkies podcast. I'm just remembering where the buttons are, and we're getting this on. It's a beautiful day, beautiful Sunday in California. This is the hottest podcast on the web. Did you know that, Jay? Well, I'm glad you included that. I was about to correct you for not including our tagline, but it is the hottest podcast on the web, and it's not so hot of a day. You know, it's kind of an ugly day out here for it's me. It's humid where I'm yeah. at. Humid and gross. Right. I went to the Target today, and I just wanted to run out there because <laughs> to the Target. Yeah, it is the the Target. But yeah, it's pretty gross out. Just glad. What I did you go out. there for? Oh, you know, just some snacks and supplies. <laughs> <laughs> just the necessities. Just the necessities. Uh, oh, sounds like a lovely day. Yes, it was lovely. So, um, welcome back, everybody. This is uh, some junky junk, and this is the news. You have a, you got something to uh, report about, to talk about today um, on news, or? Well, I don't know if you, you want to call this news. I have one oddball. I think we need to start a new segment okay if you will on the on the podcast here and that is oddball news Hmm. that's not necessarily related to theme parks Mm -hmm. because i encounter oddball news often i am a news junkie to a degree i monitor all news and sometimes uh there's just things that pop out to me that are hilarious and uh maybe not necessarily related to theme parks but are just odd and deserve to be discussed (laughs) i like that um so should we? We're leading it off with that. Yeah, let's do some oddball, uh, an oddball news topic. So this is a story from uh, the New York Post, and I noticed it was also picked up by many other publications. Um, I don't know if this is fake news or not. I can't confirm that, but it's being widely reported, and uh, this is an entertainment news piece uh, with the with the headline: Arnold Schwarzenegger deliberately farted in my face actress claims is this like from like uh what's that what's that rag tag paper called national Enquirer. yeah no i think the new york post is like a hair above them but (laughs) but like i said this is not this is being reported in various places and there's a video of this actress giving this interview where she says it so she does say it that's that's legitimate whether it happened or not i don't know wait Um, who's the actress (laughs) get to this news what is going on so it was a co-star in the movie End of Days. What about what the about End, the of, end days? of Days? Yes, I love that. From 1999. Um, according to this co-star, Miriam Margolis, uh, the Terminator legend, 74 now, deliberately farted in her face. And there's a video clip of her basically saying, oh, you know, yes, she's, uh, I believe, an English actress. She says something to the effect of... Uh, Yes, I fought, but I don't do it deliberately in people's faces. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, she didn't have the best things to say about the governor. Um, I guess, she, you know, she classified him as, as kind of a, a jerk on the set. Um, and so this, she revealed this on a podcast. Uh, I guess the <laughs> I Got News For You podcast. Uh, she also claimed Schwarzenegger was quite a root was actually quite rude during the film's shoot. Uh, okay, she's British. The Brit thespian dropped the bombshell allegation on the uh, when the host asked her to reveal her least favorite co-star of all time. <laughs> Who would ask that? I didn't care for him. 
He's a bit too full of himself, she said about the former California governor. He farted in my face. Now, I fart, of course I do, but I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. Wow. Hmm. She then went on to describe the biblical action flick. I was playing Satan's sister, and he was killing me. So he had to be in a position where I couldn't escape and lying on the floor. <laughs> and he just farted. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why this really cracks me up. It just does. Well, um, you're a juvenile. The article goes on, and uh, I won't reveal anything else but for some reason that was very amusing to me um i'm not a huge fan of the governor i don't necessarily like or dislike him he, he has some questionable things in his past that i'm not a fan of uh, i do like some of his movies but i just thought that was if she's lying why would you lie about something like that it just seems <laughs> too odd to be untrue to me so this reminds and, uh, me of another story i heard speaking of farting um, mm -hmm. so there's a wrestler called mankind or Mick Foley, whatever his name is. Right. And he I was saying him. one time that he, uh, he's many times, I guess a few times he's farted just cause you know how your body's in a weird position <laughs> in, during wrestling matches. Yeah. Like on someone, you know, I've so heard that maybe yeah. Arnold was, you know, had, you know, the beef burrito and it was just <laughs> one of those things, you know? Well, excuse me. I tooted. Yeah. What do you expect? I do. I, I had the beef burrito. Stop it. Um, it's an accident. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not my best Arnold, uh, you know, impression, but it's my best. Anyway, I, for some reason, the thing cracked me up and I wanted to see what you thought about it. So that's why we're discussing it on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think I have many thoughts about it. I know you're it. one of his number one fans. Yeah. Um, honestly, that movie sucked anyways. So maybe that might mm -hmm. be the most interesting thing from that movie is right. this new info that you've revealed. What about uh, she's, the end of days? She's 81 years old now. I had to look it up. Um, mm -hmm. she, you know what? She might just be a kook. She might be remembering <laughs> wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to say that this is 100% true. I don't know. But I think it would be an odd thing to lie about. And she's 81. She probably goes around accidentally tooting everywhere. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, Get she admitted she farts. She yeah. farts. Just not on people? not on purpose. <laughs> Oh, not on purpose. Oh, so well, she's saying that he did this on purpose. Deliberately, yes. Uh, she's basically saying she that. was forced in a, they were doing a scene where he was killing her, I uh -huh. guess, and she was in a compromising position where his, the governor's butt must have been near her face, and uh, mm. I tooted. I wonder. Tooted. I wonder if like he did that for an expression on his face, you know, for the acting. Well, now you just brought a new element to it. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Maybe, I mean, in this scene obviously uh you know she probably he probably you know she was probably trying to act uh horrified mm -hmm. and uh under torture and maybe this was the governor's way of upping upping that upping yeah. the ante on, he's on known the to be a great actor so he is this might be his best. method of acting is you know <laughs> Especially like jingle all the way. Yeah, well, he oh, jingled all the way. I mean, Maybe he did. Breathtaking, that. Yeah. breathtaking performance. Here's a little jingle. No, um, I don't know. I tooted. So, I tooted. Okay, well, that, <laughs> that's good. I'm glad you brought so, that up. <laughs> you know, we're starting off the podcast on an odd note. Um, I don't know if we're going to continue to bring up odd news. That has nothing to do with theme parks in a, in a sense, but in a way it does because, uh, you know, going back to one of our earlier episodes where we just saw the governor at the the governor at the premiere of the Indiana Jones ride. So right. in a roundabout way, 
he is connected to theme parks. Yep. I don't remember it smelling when he walked by, but you know, he, I a lot of people. I don't think he deliberately farted on us. Maybe he tried. Yeah. Uh, oh. If we would have went up and got asked for his autograph, maybe that would have been his repellent in right. a sense. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't interesting. Know. Interesting story. Um, I think it was so interesting. We're starting off the podcast with a little dirty humor. Let's continue. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he, if that really gets a or a, but it gets one of them. It's getting a mixed reaction. That's yeah. the best I could expect from that. So, um, let's just go to a, a little uh, not scary farm stuff since we're on our news topics. Um, and this is a normal news topic. But so, not scary farm. Did you see the video on YouTube uh, of the scare zones? No, I have not seen the scare zones. Nothing's yet. new. Nothing's new at all. Uh, but the mm. video is cool. The video, uh, this might be one of their best videos ever made. Because usually I think they kind of stink. They're kind of cheesy. This one Is was, it just like a teaser? Yeah, just a te- it goes over each scare zone saying what's going to be there this year. So, um, and, and it's okay. everything from last. Hey, it's nothing new. Uh, but tickets do go on sale August 15th. So buy your tickets. For not. For not okay, scare Okay, so we need farm. to start saving our pennies now. Yes, we do. We need to figure out our plan if we're just going to go for the hotel and... Uh, you know, donate some plasma, or if we're going to just get a ticket and wait at the train station till morning comes. I don't know. I vote the hotel. Oh, and I vote giving big blood. Spender. I'll give blood for the extra funds. All right. Well, and um, I, that's my vote. Hopefully, you they want your blood. Me, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they do, but well. They're going to get it. <laughs> Here's another follow-up to your chaperone story that you broke weeks ago. They've extended it to Sundays. Did you see that? Before, I it was just Fridays that. and Saturdays. I yeah. did see that. They uh, they extended that even further. They said, I think they made some remark to the effect that it's working so well that we're extending it, which I find hard to believe. But I guess whatever Knotts feels like they need to do to keep the park safe, I think it's still a very strange thing that's going on. If it's working more to it than they're letting out, letting letting on, uh, then 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 it's obvious there must be some other kind of threat or something that's going on here to where they would feel the need to implement this. I don't know. The the whole thing is kind of strange to me. If it's working so well, that must mean that the fight that we saw, there must have been many problems beforehand that we didn't see, right? Right. Because you can't just do one incident and say, you know, hey, now we Mm -hmm. need chaperones. Like, you know, there must have been lots of little things going on that never leaked or maybe slowly leaked. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Knott's doesn't seem like a violent place. It's not a place where I would think you'd want to go and uh, throw down. Yeah. But uh, I guess I'm dead wrong. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, so one last thing that I have, which is, is going to be a shorter one today. Uh, Universal Studios, Hollywood and Orlando and Japan, they um, released their earnings. Uh, so I guess uh, the theme park segment reported $1.8 billion in revenue for the second quarter of 2022. Just the second quarter alone. They How are making money. How is that over the money. prior quarter? Uh, it's sixty-eight percent or something more than what oh, they wow. did. Yeah, no, they are going. F- uh, and here's a quote from some some uh, smart guy: "We are moving full steam ahead with the building of Epic Universe. I cannot be mm-hmm. more excited for how this park will bring new experiences to our visitors and additional runway for growth." Unquote. 
it's it's coming so they're they're they they're making so much money on theme parks right now you know do you remember the time where disney wasn't crowded and they were kind of struggling not really. I don't really remember a time when they weren't crowded. I think I it was the nineties where they were struggling. It was the nineties. It was the early nineties. They were kind of having a hard time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, compared to today, it, it was less busy, but, uh, I don't ever remember it being a ghost town. That yeah. just seems too good to be true. Do we um, ever get back to the struggle though? Or do you just think that theme parks are now it's it, it you know, well, we'll see what happens with the economy. Things are going pretty south. So I don't know. It, it still surprises me, you know, that things are not great in the country. Right. Um, and yet these theme parks are packed. Packed. <laughs> it still surprises me. You brought up the, the point that a lot of people just live on credit, which makes sense. But that can only go on so far, right. <laughs> you know, until well, those payments become due. If you truly can't afford it and you're living beyond your means, that yeah. time is going to not go on forever. I think also what it is, is these season passes with monthly p- payment plans, you know, right. it just opens up the door <laughs> for everyone where it's like, oh, 20 bucks a month. I True. can scrounge that. Yeah. I don't need to save for my kid's college, you know. Right. College or universal. Hmm. Definitely universal. It's a tough one. Because the kid's probably a mess up anyway, so. Right. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's a good point. Not every person needs to go to college. It could be a right. very big waste of money. Right. Kid's gonna end up working probably somewhere at no, a gas station. Mind, if mind. that's your destiny, then just work at the gas station. I don't know. I just I wonder <laughs> if you know if we're ever gonna see. You bring up a good point though about the economy, but you know what? There's still a lot of rich people out there. No matter yeah. what you want to say, For there's, now. there's the one percent is very large. It's a large yeah. percent. But you go yeah, to these parks and you a... could tell some are not in that one percent. Like me, you know, I'm far from that. Sure, <laughs> I'm in that ninety nine percentile. It's an interesting question. So, and only time will tell. I don't know. It, you know, I don't want to see things go south. I'd like to see the park, the parks empty out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but honestly, in, in any time in the near future, I don't see, I mean, I think theme parks are just, there's enough people that, you know, have the means to go or that will go and, uh, you know, enough people to keep them crowded, I think, for the time being. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, maybe unfortunate. It's just weird. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to hear about people struggling so they can't go to a park. But at the same time, right. these but parks at the same are time, This selfish part of you doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to wait in a line. That's all. <laughs> exactly. I just don't want to wait in a line. I don't want to pay extra to not wait in a line. Uh, speaking of lines, did you look at um, uh, Valley Fright? What's that thing called? Yeah. The Fright Fest. Yeah. That they're doing in the Valley, Valley Fright right Nights, now. I believe. <clears throat> looks like long lines there. I was looking at some videos. Now I'm puzzled. I must know their real name. Uh, Valley of Frights, right? I don't know. I'm just naming things. I don't have... I'm not even looking. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm looking. Valley Please. Fright Nights. Valley, Valley Fright, Fright Nights. Nights it is. A uh, haunted house filled with zombies, death, and terror around every corner. So... Find your way through the darkness. I saw a review on it. There, there's three mazes, and the the third, you know, big maze, I guess you kind of do them in order if you, you know, from when you walk in, if you want. Mm-hmm. And the third one is uh, a clown 3D maze. And uh, you get these little paper 3D glasses. And the guy was saying, you put them in a bucket to for recycle to be cleaned. And he's like, hmm. how are you going to clean paper? This is like exactly all part of his thought. review. 
And mm-hmm. if you're going to clean, like when you go to uh, Disney, Star Tours, or whatever, you get the hard glasses that you could wipe down and stuff or whatever. What, you, there's no way these things are going to be clean. So bring your own 3D glasses, kids. That's all I'm saying. Now, where do you get 3D glasses? <laughs> uh, you got to go to uh, an old comic book shop and buy one of those comic books. That so like an 3D. army surplus or yeah. something. And then you get you get 3D glasses that are even more tainted. Goodwill might have a 3D are section. 45 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and probably have blood and feces on them. Mm. Yeah. But uh, that might just add to the the Halloween fright. Right. You could end up with pink eye and just uh, have a go. great day. I mean, let's, let's up the realism. Yeah. So uh, Valley Fright Nights. No, I haven't looked into it much at all. I'm looking at the site right now. It's uh, This is held at Pierce College in Woodland Hills. Yeah. Uh, July t- Starting very early, July 21st. It's almost through over. August 28th. Yeah. So it's on. Yeah. Uh, through August 28th. Wow. It starts so at 8 p.m. at night, too, which is kind of eight a... To, 8 to midnight. Yeah. Now, why would it not carry on through October? Why would it go to August You know why? 20th? This is... I went to the Ventura Harbor of Fears, or Ventura Pure Fears, whatever the heck it was called. It was one... It was the <laughs> worst fright thing I've ever been to. Um, okay. I can honestly say it, it would be great for kids to go to it. That, that's how bad it was, though, like, for an adult. It was meant for kids. I have a feeling this is kind of similar. Uh, I saw some of the maze walkthroughs. It looked okay. Didn't look bad, but it also didn't have that uh, pizzazz that like a Knotts or a or a Universal would have. So I, I just don't yeah. think they want to uh, you know compete with them. Probably is my. He really does not look very family friendly. I'm looking. I mean, I see the three houses: the House of uh, House of Horror, the Cave of Darkness. In like you mentioned, the 3D Killer Clown House. Killer Clown. Um, so uh, there's not much shown on the website, but they, uh, I don't, I don't know. They definitely look kind of spooky. Um, the fright ticket is 49 bucks. General admission. The express fright ticket is 89 bucks. Express line admission. That's ridiculous. 90 dollars so for three mazes. Price, basically, yeah. For wow. three mazes, 90 dollars. Those lines must be gnarly. A Universal Halloween Horror Nights ticket is less than 90, I believe. And you're getting a lot of mazes. Right. So this is a weird event, and it ends on August 28th. So if anyone is in the Valley and interested in this, I probably won't be attending. Yeah, so... I don't see anything that's, you know, that appealing to me. My nephew's coming to stay with me next weekend, and we're looking for things to do. Well, it's an go. option. It's an option. I just, I don't know. But are you going to dish I, out the, the money for I the do? front of the line? I'm not standing in line. <laughs> You're not going to stand in line. No. We've established that. It gives me headaches. That. I don't right. know what I would do, to be honest. So you and your nephew, 90 each. No, we're probably yeah, just going to go to golf and stuff or something. There you go. There's yeah. all, <laughs> when all those fails, golf and stuff. They might have some Halloween decorations up. Yeah. You, know, you might see like a... Uh, you know, Frankenstein cardboard cutout or something. That might be fun. Oh, and our local uh, Ventura County Fair is going on now. And we have free tickets. It's just a That's matter right. of That's right. The fair is going go. on. I am, uh, I believe I'm going to the fair uh, before it's up. One of these next couple weekends. I have two That's... free tickets. Well, look at you. But uh, how'd, you pu- how'd you pull that off? Uh, the sweetheart has them. I actually don't. No, uh, it's a uh, sweetheart deal. But, I see. Yeah, so. Well, I'm going to take off my shirt for a second. 
Oh man. Well, the listeners now can, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I take my hat off. I don't know picture. why I'm wearing a hat with, with headphones right now. Just... I'm going to go ahead and take my pants off now. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's get into our little featured segment. What song is this? <laughs> oh, it's another knot. Funky. Um, Knott's Berry Farm has so many songs, like so many commercials. Wow. I think I'm just going to play them like every day. What is that one? Now, on my on my headphones, when you play music, I can't hear it that well. Uh, I heard some of that, but what is that? Another, uh, is that another kind of redo? Yeah, you know, that one's Remake. from the 90s, I believe. Um, and it's just another commercial. They had lots of commercials. I don't remember seeing but it's Disney not a cover one. song. It's not no, like a no, cover no. like the other one. Okay. No, this is this is an original piece, I think. <laughs> okay. It sounded like it. Yeah. You know, Disney has uh really nice commercials. You know, they're very uh, magical well, and they got they a lot of money their, behind uh, <laughs> their guests. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, they have that's the but uh, the Nazis are so funny. Like I love them. I like them better. But it's just funny. They stuff. have a certain charm to them. It's like, uh, yeah, it's almost like more like a uh, kind of independent sort of <laughs> independent media sort of vibe to them. They're not that polished. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what I'm going to talk about today is uh, I'm going to do a semi deep dive. It's not going to be too deep because honestly, our deep dives. I was listening to that last episode. We could go on for hours. Like we really could. And yeah, that last one was very, we did a very long episode, but I could have went on and on and on. I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really I know how it. much to do. So we'll just right. talk until you say, dude, that's enough. And then I'll say, no, right. I have one more thing to do. Um, so yeah. anyway, so I'm going to talk about a Knott's Berry Farm classic that opened in June, June 19th, 1954, and sadly closed in 2000. And that's The Haunted Shack. The wow. Haunted Shack. Yeah. That is an odd odd attraction yeah but i love it i love it um so walter Knott would tell the the uh the media that he saw ghosts there in the shack mm. anytime he was interviewed about the shack supposedly so that's kind of cool that um and you know what's weird is like you go through I didn't it know that. you go through and it's not like scary spooky or anything it's just no it's more just weird weird it's like yeah. weird stuff yeah so and you remember when um it, it was around. We had went to Horror Nights when it was around pre-2000 or whenever it closed. Absolutely. And remember, they didn't do anything with it, uh, which I was kind of... Well, maybe they did certain they, years, they but I remember... They did certain years. Okay. But I remember the, the times being there that I can remember clearly, uh, they really didn't do much with it. And I remember thinking, yeah. oh, that's a lost opportunity. Like They could do something, uh, some kind of overlay with that to make it yeah cool, but anyway they definitely ahead. did though uh, i think that year that we went in the 90s it was not open yeah that was um, towards the end of its run i guess so. yeah so this is an attraction with a guided tour or a tour guide you could say mm -hmm. um and they take you through several rooms of the shack with really just optical illusions kind of stuff going yeah, on basically right um the attraction was up to 15 minutes long uh, usually 11, 12, but depends on your uh, tour guide. You know, the tour guide was kind of cheesy, which reminds me of the Jungle Cruise a lot. But um, it did kind of have that kind of vibe, right? Yeah. The humor was very kind of uh, yeah. dry. 
if I remember right. Here's some kind of interesting stuff that I really didn't know until I did all this little research on a ride because I have so much free time. Uh, so the attraction mm. first opened and it was a ticket attraction. Uh, it cost about 50 cents from what I was seeing. And you know why? The, the, it's weird. So what Knotts would do is he would have certain vendors or attractions come into his park and they would like pay him to be there and they'd get a cut or, or Knotts would get a cut or whatever and right. they would charge. So it was kind of weird that Knotts didn't own these rides. Um, hmm. But that did later, you know, obviously change. But when it first opened, that's how it was. Uh, that's it, the truth with the haunted shack at yeah. first it was not owned by knots yeah so the attraction was run by a man named lester wilson and he mm-hmm. is the reason for the added cost he he owned the attraction uh he ended up dying in i believe it was the 60s or something and his wife took over um no it couldn't have been yeah i think it was the 60s or 70s anyways in 1983 all the paid attractions went away and knots yeah. now owned all of these attractions so he bought them uh, i right, guess okay. is the thing uh, so basically, uh, we'll go over a little bit of the illusions that, you know, I'd say kind of boggled my brain as a kid, you know, this was a great kid attraction. Yeah. Good kid attraction. It's like almost another kind of training wheels, uh, haunt attraction, like not too scary. Yeah. Just weird. Just weird enough to get you interested. Do you remember the very first gag? Oh gosh. I don't <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Now. So there was a crate in the beginning. And it read baby baby rattlers, and you'd hear a rattle sound. Oh, of course. Yeah, if you opened it up, it was just baby. They rattlers. still have that. They still have that. They do still have that. Yeah, that's near the uh, the graveyard. Right, but this is mm-hmm. like Jungle Cruise dad joke one hundred and one humor right there. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I re- dad bod joke one hundred percent. I actually remember my dad uh, telling me, you know, be very careful when you open that up. Like he went all into this <laughs> with me, and uh, <laughs> he did. He- acted it out yeah he did nice yeah so anyway so when you enter the shack you hear an audio recording from the designer lester wilson and he talks about the legend of the shack and all this mumbo jumbo and the first illusion that's revealed is the guide um again kind of like a jungle cruise skipper would tell these stupid jokes and then he would give every he would give someone a leveler and they'd level the floor or the ground mm-hmm. And you'd put a tall kid on or a tall parent and a short kid on one side or the other. And they'd stand at opposite ends and the shorter person now looks taller or equal size and all that. Um, So that was the first little gag. You know, Eh, I was never I was never really impressed with that one because honestly, it kind of looked. Yes, you you understood how it was working. You know what I mean? Even as a kid, I was like, "Eh, okay, whatever. Right. Um, But I loved the next one. You walk down a canyon, and the next illusion was that they'd pour water, and it would the go water upstream. going up the hill thing. Yeah, that that was, was cool. the most memorable one to me. When I think of the haunted shack, that's the first one that pops in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly didn't even remember that first one with the tall and small until I until I watched. I remember the video. it. If you look at a lot of the classic photos, that's that's like one of the ones that one of the promo shots they would always have for the haunted shack. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, not as memorable. The yeah. water thing was actually quite interesting it was interesting tricky very tricky um you know most of this stuff is just gravity and how they built it blah blah yeah. blah. but as a kid ooh, wow yeah. you're like whoa yeah so <laughs> one of the cool things about the haunted shack is that they would get volunteers to do stuff uh kind of right. reminded me of like et at universal when universal was good 
That's um, true. Yeah. So one of them was a volunteer would sit in a chair and the chair would like float off the wall. Just the back legs would be on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just, it was really cool to see. Uh, they had a pool table. Do you remember the pool table where the Kinda, ball would yeah. always go in the left pocket? Yeah, I kind of remember that. Was that there the whole time, or did yeah. they do away with that at some point? Um, I think it was like, there, as far as I remember. I feel like I've seen the pool table in footage, but I kind of don't remember it being there in person. Now, sadly, I go to Knott's more now than as a kid. I used to go to Disney all the time. You know, that was our park. We'd go to Disneyland when it was a special treat. Uh, we didn't go to Knott's very often. So I've only yeah. been through this a few times, but it was always a must-do, always. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I remember going on it just a few times and it was always kind of, uh, I, I was familiar with it, but it was just kind of like, a, oh, okay, we have nothing else to do. We'll go through the haunted shack. But it was always kind of like, uh, yeah, a little weird. Yeah. Didn't want to see it ever go, but we'll get into that later. All right. Uh, so a tennis ball, they do one of those. He puts it on the bottom of the ramp and it would go up to the top of the ramp. That That's was kind right. of sweet. That was another one. Um, they, they did like a singing broom trick where they'd put the broom on the ground and it would just stay there and they'd say it was singing, I don't know, doing some performance. Now, how did they do that one? Are you going to get into how they did these things? You know what? I'm not because there was <laughs> so the illusion alive. There was so much. And honestly, a lot of them are stupid gags. A lot of it is just gravity and how the... How the a uh, lot of it's gravity, but the broom one, how did they pull that off? That one, I don't recall. I don't know. I, I think, remember that one. I think it was how the room was built in a certain area. If you put something, it would stand up straight because yeah. of the okay. science of blah, 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 but... So anyway, so you go back outside. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this one where the hand water pump was hang, hanging pale? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go through one side and miss, and it was kind of stupid. Um, mm-hmm. That one I was never really that happy about. But here we go. Uh, this one I liked as a kid, but as I re-saw it as an adult uh, on the video, boy, was it cheesy. So you'd go into a bedroom scene. Do you remember the bedroom where the shack owners lived? Sh- uh, Shaky and Sadie? Or no, no, what was it? I have it written down. Hold on. We've got Shaky Sadie and Slanty Sam. They'd be in bed. Mm. And when the lights dimmed out, they'd be dead and there'd be a uh, like a scary uh, ghosts over them. Uh, That sounds a little familiar now, but no, that's not one of the more clear ones to me. The cool thing about those little ghosts like uh, that were above them is Mm -hmm. really reminds me of uh, Not Scary Farm when you look at them. I think that mm. they had a lot of lot to do with that. I think they used some of this for knots or, you know, the some idea for scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you go so back. That's more outside. likely a lighting effect. probably. Yeah. No, it was. It's stupid. You got to watch the whole walkthrough. Yeah. It's like, hey, hey. You know, uh, now I'm very. Uh, yeah. I'm very inspired to go watch some footage of the haunted shack. It's re- sad, man. We're getting, my we're getting old and all these things are right. dead and gone. Um, but anyway, so then you go back outside and there was an outhouse. Do you remember this one? I yeah, I remember there being an outhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you'd hear someone complaining about the about the queue yeah. and the people outside, and then um, you'd move and and you'd wait a while, and then the door would open from the outhouse, revealing mm-hmm. a dead human skeleton reading a yeah. newspaper. Right. <laughs> it was like a joke, you know. That's the <laughs> right. thing about this. There was nothing haunted about this. It was more yeah, silly. Exactly. Yeah. It was more just humor, like kind of a little bit. It's it's. I don't even know if you could call it dark humor. It's like borderline yeah. <laughs> dark humor yeah so one more thing that they did that that's basically the the attraction but the last thing mm-hmm. that they did before you left you had to do the haunted shack oath to leave and mm. the oath was three words and it was i got taken they make you repeat that i i don't remember that yeah i totally remember it 
Hmm. Yeah. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah. So here's let's get into some of the sad. So we news. took the oath and we got taken. So yeah. we're probably breaking the oath every day in our lives, and I don't even know how we're doing that, but we're probably breaking it. Yeah, I don't feel taken anymore. Right, me either. Um, I didn't even remember the oath. But here we go. So not sells, you know, to Cedar Fair in nineteen ninety seven. And right. the park wanted to become more modern and a thrill ride park and blah 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 so in 2000 they announced that they were going to replace the haunted shack uh with a bungee ride attraction and the bungee ride that they were going to do these these idiots didn't even do their what due diligence i guess you could say of of okay so six flags magic mountain do you remember the bungee ride where you'd kind of soar through the air and you'd fly it yeah. was a pay ride. I think it was like twenty yeah, bucks. Or exactly. Something. It was a. Uh, it was an additional pay ride. I think it was a right near kind of like a tidal wave at the yeah. time. So yeah. these boneheads wanted to do that, but the problem was, is Six Flags Magic Mountain had the rights to all those bungee rides in Southern California. Mm. No one could build one. They, really? Yeah. So instead of that, so so they tear down before they even have something to replace it with. Uh, one of the problems was, though, they say, is that the maintenance was very high on this ride, and it had a termite problem, but more than anything was it was not ADA compliant. Mm. Yeah, so that's, and then this this jerk... ADA, refresh uh, that's, our memories. That's the uh, Disabilities Act, you know, for like oh, okay. wheelchair okay. access and stuff. Oh, it definitely was not, no. Yeah. The, the, the concrete was all off. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah. But... And here's my thing. You're going to tear it down. You're going to put something else there. Replace it with ADA compliance and make a new Haunted Shack that maybe is a little scary, a little fun. But if you think, I mean, would the Haunted Shack really be the Haunted Shack if it was ADA compliant? Like, you know, without all the twisted. Right. But what you could do for ADA people is like have the ramp above or something so they can see everything and go through it, it as well. It could be done if yeah. you really wanted to. I'm, I'm sure they kind of viewed it as an old attraction, probably not worth revamping. It had kind of run its course and probably obviously it was a little outdated. Like we like it in a nostalgic way, you know, just historically, but yeah. uh, I can understand as a corporate theme park, not wanting to invest more in that, but it, it's weird. Like why specifically a bungee ride to replace that that's an odd decision uh, okay so jack falfus that's this guy's name right he mm. was the regional manager for cedar fair or something and i think what he was trying to do is bring more income into the park because if you remember that magic mountain ride is an additional fee and he probably loved the idea of that this guy right. probably was never at the original knots you know what i mean yeah. cedar fair buys this it's all corporate now at this point so this guy comes in and he, and quote, I quote, 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 he says, no quotes. one was visiting it, meaning the haunted shack. shack. And he went on to say, quote, 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 it was some hokey stuff, unquote. So he was never a fan of this. He thought that this yeah. was just well, trash. It was some hokey stuff. That's kind of the charm of it. That's yeah. what he doesn't get. That's yeah, you dumb hoke. Anyway, yeah. so in February 2001, they finally canceled the bungee ride because of the exclusive rights that knots have for the thing they just couldn't figure it out they ended right. up uh putting in where did i have it have it somewhere it's called vertigo um okay. I, I vaguely remember this but it was a bungee ride that went up and down you didn't soar 
um, it, it, it's pretty stupid. Anyway, so in the fall, so 2001, right? This thing opens in the fall of 2001. Two years later, that ride's gone, and they put in the I screaming. Say, I don't even remember. Su- that. I don't think I've seen it, or maybe that's when I wasn't I was, going to knots in 2001. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, though, I, mean, we I was to trying scary. to think of what's in the place of Haunted Shack now, and it's it's kind of nothing. Right? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell okay, you. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we're getting there, but yeah. yeah, I don't. The bungee thing must have been just so short lived to where I never saw it. Yeah. I don't know. So that's gone two years later. Okay. So this is like the Haunted Shack is like cursed, right? You know, nothing can go in there. Then the there screaming swing comes in that was built hmm. in its place. And, okay. um, and that is gone very quickly. And people hated it. People hated it. They were like, this is the stupidest thing, whatever. So they, they replace it with a stage. And no one can understand mm. why they put a stage there. The stage mm. was for the hanging. That's right. So That's basically, the they put the hanging there now. Uh, mm-hmm. But the hanging's gone, as we all know. But there's still a stage. There's still a stage. And I think mm-hmm. they do uh, concerts on it and stuff for the yeah. summertime. And yeah. yeah, that's right. I remember. I mean, that's uh, that makes sense. That's kind of right near like the train tracks and everything. And so that's where the haunted shack was. Not scary R. farm R. did use this through the years. The first one was the monster maze in 1973. Um, I believe it was uh, you had to. It was charge. I think you had to pay fifty cents or something to get into it. Because remember, Lester owned this maze, not Walter. Um, and the interesting thing Lester, is, Lester, the child. Yeah, so it ended uh, with the Curse of the Spider, I believe, is the last one. And when that when that thing I ended, remember that. Yeah, I think we went through it to be honest. And that when, one sounds familiar. When that thing ended, uh, that was the the shack was no more that year. Okay. That after that Halloween, I think we did that, and uh, yeah, that was wow. So we did the the last hoorah of the shack. Yeah, I, I do remember that one. Um, but let me make sure. I want to check one thing. I wish but, we had video footage of that. Oh, I bet you. That's that's probably pretty rare. Yeah, I I I bet you you could find something of that one. Curse Um, of the Spider. Curse of the Spider. Yeah, that was the last one there. Um, But it was other things throughout the years. Um, You know, it looks like, as I'm looking at the dates, it must have been open when we were there. Encounters of the Darkness. That one doesn't sound too familiar. Uh, toxic. Well, you said the uh, the shack closed in 04, right? I yeah, mean, in 03. In 2000. Yeah. Well, so the Christmas Spider went. So the, the shack closed. I'm seeing, I'm the, seeing footage on YouTube from 04, Curse of the Spider Maze. So it says 2003 it closed, and that's when the shack also closed. Mm. So someone's lying. Yeah, someone's lying. But uh, <laughs> Dead Man's Wharf was one of them. I, I, that one sounds familiar. I know we were in Curse of the Spider. When I just played that video, did you hear it on the the mic? No, not at all. You don't hear that? No, it just sounds like little farts. Well, that's just me farting. Yeah, that's what I thought. You don't hear this? Uh Uh-uh. You don't hear people screaming and stuff? Because I hear it in my my headphones. (laughs) Anyway, excuse us. That's a little production uh, note live on there. (laughs) We have great production values. Yeah, because we're so uh, professional. But, uh, yeah, sorry, I cut you off. You, yeah, were, you were saying so. So yeah, so the shack ends when the the last maze goes, and very sad. Um, what's crazy is in 2017 they had an auction of some of the Knott's Berry Farm memorabilia. I wish you would known about this. Kind of be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a former sign that the shack had uh, for the haunted shack was sold for almost nine thousand dollars. Wow! So it had a it had its you know people it had oh, its, its cult it's, following. Yeah, it definitely it's it's a legendary attraction. Yeah. And just think because of how long it it went on, and uh, you know a lot of the old timers, a lot of the classic knots people remember that attraction, and uh, you know it's in their hearts. So, I but think, wow. I think the That's guys who run Cedar Fair now, I think they get it. I I, I don't think they, they got should. it back then, but they totally get it because recently, uh, for the 100th anniversary, they had all those photo ops. They did have mm-hmm. the Haunted Shack right. put up again. Yeah, they still, if I remember right, in some of the gift sh- stores and knots and stuff like that, they still have some of the artwork. Uh, they still pay homage to it you know, right. with, with uh, you know the knots history, as they should. Yeah, so interesting to say. So uh, they also have the pin. I think there was a Haunted Shack pin this year for Which those. Which I have. I believe pins, I have or? that one. I believe I have really? that one. I have a lot of knots, collectors, pins. I just have them put away, so I don't even remember which ones I have. But uh, I believe that was one I got. I know I got the volcano one with little devil. Um, but yeah, man, that's like kind of like the little attraction that could. Yeah. right a little bit i yeah. mean it was just like a little attraction but it went on for many years and it was just odd like and there's nothing else like it yeah um and you know they probably should have kept it up just as like a, a landmark they should have they should have a hundred percent historical landmark just keep that thing up even if it was just preserved and you like weren't even letting people go in it anymore yeah just keep it there to honor it it was a small attraction if i recall right it didn't take up much room right yeah but, so uh, it's kind of weird well, it's a good deep dive so yeah it's more of a little history i don't want to go too deep because honestly you yeah. could go on for hours um it, it's weird though as i'm reading some of this stuff that i had wrote down you know it says like the shack was kind of removed in 2000 but it stayed there um until 2003 where they did haunted houses and mazes in it that could be and then I'm seeing... it was gone okay maybe so maybe they like discontinued the you know, formal attraction yeah. in 2000, but the physical shack was still there and they just utilized it for horror, horror nights. Yeah. Now here's That's some good news happened. though. I don't know if you know this, uh, in the city of Calico, uh, the haunted shack still exists. It's all there. They no have kidding. all the gags, everything, all the illusions. Um, you can take a, take a tour. Um, I am talking to the sweetheart about this. It's maybe a four or five hour drive from here. Um, so wait, you're, I've been to Calico, but you're saying they deconstructed the actual man. Uh, I was going to say haunted mansion, the actual shack from knots and they reconstructed it in Calico, California. No. So, so the story goes is there was always one in Calico and the guy took these ideas from there and made them oh. into knots. Yeah. So, that's what I was when I was researching. I was like, "What? That's what that's what some of these articles said." Now, you know, there's so much crap on the internet. I hope that's right. true, but it's definitely there. It's still there. So there potentially could be an OG haunted shack. Yeah. So we're gonna go to existence. it. We've already talked about this. We're, we're or maybe I didn't even talk to her, but I'm going to it. I'm gonna I take think her. You need to. Um, I think now it's a it's a formal assignment. Uh, for the podcast, yeah, that we need to investigate this. So it's in Yermo, California. I don't even know what the heck that is. Yermo. Yeah, you know, I think it's. I think you see it on the way to. Uh, is it Vegas or Mammoth or I, I know yeah. that I see the turnoff to Calico somewhere. Right. 
uh, Vegas or Arizona or whatever. I forget yeah. which highway it is, but you definitely, I, I know I've crossed through the old ghost town of Calico and you see it on the hillside. Remember, I'm sure you've seen that too. I yeah. think that's still there. It says Calico on the hillside and it's just old, you know, abandoned ghost town type type deal in the desert. Yeah, so it's um, about three hours from here. It's not bad. Okay. Um, well, you know, I mean, how close is it to the Clown Hotel? Uh, not close, oh, unfortunately. Damn. But you're close to like Victorville and stuff, so you could just like right. spend the night, you know, out there. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to, nice, yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah, mean, there's nothing nice out there, but I was gonna say I was gonna diss Victorville. <laughs> yeah, Victorville's Victorville. It's it's yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that could be an interesting trip. I, you've honestly, I thought I knew something about the haunted shack. I, I knew I didn't know everything, but I thought I knew some of the history. I, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe I still have a DVD. Do you remember what those are? Digital? Is it digital video disc? Is that what it stands for? Um, I think so. I may be wrong. I but, thought it was uh, doing voodoo dummy, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that may, you, you're probably right. But um, I think that was a disc that you used to put in a player to watch a video, kind of mm-hmm. like a Betamax or mm. a, um, you know, like a film reel. Um, but anyway, I have an old, you know, they used to sell on eBay these like, uh, you know, piraters, I, maybe you could call them, or independent filmmakers uh, compiled a bunch of history and footage and uh facts about old attractions and i believe i have one for the haunted shack that mm. i haven't watched in probably 10 plus years um but now you've gotten me wanting to watch it again because i forgot a lot of the history and you shed some light that i didn't know about it's amazing so. it's an amazing attraction it's sad that it's gone so it's called the mystery shack in uh, calico oh okay but it's the same thing it's the same thing it's got the pool table the water the same kind of gravity gags yep. and stuff okay yeah. well that's interesting so any you know, explorers out there that are listening to this, uh, I suggest you take the venture and let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. This is actually a ripped off attraction from something in where, where was it? Ubalda? What'd you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Calico, California. Yeah. It's, it's in the old town of Calico now, but yeah, old I think, town. uh, Lester, Lester, Lester Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, took those ideas and brought them over to Knott's and they okay. made their shack. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I I, I loved it. Uh, what's next well, that, to go? You know what's you know what the rumor is? Deserves, what's that? There's a rumor though that um Excel Accelerator is going to be gone soon. Hmm. They're having issues with the ride. They have had issues yeah. with that ride. I've heard about those issues, which mm-hmm. I kind of remember liking the ride. It's very short. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. If yeah, you don't have to I wait mean, for an hour's line. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, but okay, so that, that's on the chopping block, huh? There's rumors. It's been closed for a while, I think. I don't think it's open right now. I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember last time I was on that. I usually don't want to wait in the line. Um, but that's kind of like the old, like the roller coaster is kind of like, uh, like an old car or whatever, like a 57 Chevy or something, right? Right. Yeah, and you accelerate. And you accelerate. Yeah, so right now Montezuma's Revenge is closed. Um, undergoing major renovations. Supposedly that's closed for like a year, and yeah. I don't know how much rehab you can do on such a simple coaster that just, uh, you know, takes off and goes in a loop and does and comes back. But, I bet you they're uh, they, replacing tracks and everything now. That thing's old. I was going to say, I guess it's just because it's so old, the technology must need some major updating. Yeah. High Sierra Ferris wheel. Don't even know what that is. Maybe it's a kid's one. 
kids ride? I, see, yeah, I don't know. Ferris wheel. I don't know. And Excel. Oh, that must be a yeah. kids. That must it's be gotta kids. be. There's not a there's not a big Ferris wheel there. And then Accelerator, the ride's been closed. Uh, I I don't know when that thing's opening up, but I know that lots of rumors that that they want to tear that up and put something new and mm. grand in there. I will give it to Knotts if things aren't working out now. They they'll just tear it up. <laughs> They do. They have no uh, qualms about just ripping something out and <laughs> no shame starting anew. Yeah, which I, that's good. I like that to it to an extent. But then they start ripping out the haunted shack, and then it's kind of like it hurts your heart a little bit. Yeah. So to end this little segment <laughs> with your little brain from your kid brain, what would you give the haunted shack? Like out of, out of like ten, would you say that this is like a a great attraction that you had to do at knots or was this kind of like you could pass it out? Well, sadly, I think that's going to kind of depend on age. I would say, you know, if you're someone that remembers it from back in the day and you get the history and you can kind of see the charm of just kind of like a, a little offbeat, you know what the haunted shack is? It's kind of like one of those roadside attractions that you'd see on like route 66 or something, yeah. right? That's kind of the vibe of it. So if you can appreciate something like that, which I know there's definitely people out there that can, but then there's probably a lot of people, maybe the younger generations, uh, who couldn't give an F (laughs) and would think that is, uh, not the greatest thing in the world and very much should be ripped out of existence. Um, so that being said, my one to 10, you know, I guess I would fall into the category of one of the older folks that appreciates the old history and the, the, uh, whatever, um, the charm of it, if you will, um, I would say seven. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, seven, solid seven. It's a solid seven, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it does deserve a round of eight. applause, though. It does. it does deserve a round. At least gets that some fake applause. Yeah, you know, like an eighties sitcom. At yeah. least gets that. What do you mean? We do this in front of a live studio audience. Oh, excuse me. I just let out a, a secret. <laughs> And that one <laughs> jerk who laughs in and the back. We always have that one jerk. Hey, shut up, man. You always laugh the same thing. You always laugh the same exact way. You must be drunk. Get out of our audience. Get out of here. <laughs> so um, I have a, a drink recommendation for you to not drink. Oh, that, you know what? This needs mm-hmm. to be another segment, too, because I need drink recommendations. Okay, so this is something to avoid do. 100%. Uh, okay. Uh, in the store... Advisory. Have you noticed that, like, pre-mixed drinks are kind of all the thing? It's all the rush right now. It's like... Is that a now thing? I don't know. I guess pre-mix so, has always been a thing. It's not my thing. When but. we were kind of younger, they, were, they had them, but it was like... That was like Lynchburg. Remember... Um, Jack kind of more Daniels gir- had the oh yeah Lynchburg lemonade yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. It was kind of more. I was gonna say that's more of a girly thing. I think right? yeah. the pre-mixed. Well, yeah. I fell for it. Um, I'll give you. Girl. You know, what? I'm gonna give you a good one and a bad one. Okay, here are my okay. drink recommendations okay. for the week. So I'll give you. You want to hear the bad one or the good one first? Let's go bad. Okay. So this is one to 100% avoid, and I love Jameson, and that's why I got this. Jameson okay. makes a pre-made whiskey, lime, uh, ginger and lime cocktail, it's called, ginger and lime. Uh, it's 6% alcohol, so it's like a beer, like a good beer, you know? That sounds pretty good so far. No, here's the bad thing. You open it up and it tastes like... Uh, armpits? Armpits, armpits. <laughs> it tastes... So here's the thing. Honestly, it has no flavor. I was, I was trying to drink it last night. 
that you can't taste anything. It's like just this like sugar water thing. Couldn't get even a buzz on it. And I've been trying to not hmm. drink. So I was like, you know what? I'll take Jay's advice. Friday, Saturday, Sunday only. And that's yeah, what that's I'm doing it. now. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, don't don't buy that one. Don't fall for it. I got it because it was on sale for nine ninety nine for four of them, and it it's not worth nine ninety nine. And that's you know that's saying something. So, so what would you say? It's just kind of like an empty taste. Empty taste. It, a sweet water taste. That so kind of like you a can't like taste maybe like Jameson. a seltzer with with no kind of flavor to it or exactly. something like that exactly okay. that's but a sweet it had sweetness to it it was disgusting it does have some sweetness yeah but and even the sweetheart said this is this is gross you're not going to drink hmm. this are you and i said i sure am i got nothing else in the house but and so say the ingredients that it's intended to be again so if you look at it it says jameson on it ginger and lime so it's a ginger, ginger. yeah so it's a, it's a high so you'd ball expect it to be kind of like a ginger ale kind of like a spiked ginger ale don't type of thing. taste the ginger ale all right. You taste hmm. a hint of ginger and sweet junk. You don't taste the Jameson at all. I had to look and say, wait a minute, are you supposed to add the Jameson? Because I thought maybe I bought a mixer instead. No. It Someone's says it's at 6%. my door. Should I answer it live on the air? Yeah, let's see who it is. I think it's just the mailman, actually. Uh, then it won't be interesting. But uh, sorry to cut you off, but someone is knocking at the door right now. I wish I had that uh, that camera that I could see. Oh, I love door, mine. You know, like you do. I In There's Halloween time, YouTube. I yell at kids through it. I love it. <laughs> It's great. Like the true old man that you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like whole YouTube channels de- uh, you know, um, dedicated to the video feeds of these people's doorbell cams. And man, there's some crazy ass people out there that yeah. just randomly go to the door. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's not what's going on here because I don't have a doorbell cam, but someone's knocking at the door. I think it's the mailman. Hmm. Anyway, you have to uh, sign for something. The show must go on. <laughs> uh, so, last thing here. Here is the recommendation of the week. Uh, do you like Bullet? The Bullet whiskey. Yeah. Now I'm talking like you. The Bullet. <laughs> it actually is the Bullet. Uh, yeah, you know I do love Bullet. Actually, when I do buy whiskey, that's that is my go-to brand. I must say, I like the Bullet bourbon specifically. Okay, and well, the rye, and the rye, but the bourbon is my go-to. The bourbon straight up is delicious. Um, yeah, the rye Very I don't sweet. usually do straight up. I usually make Manhattans out of it. So anyway, so go. they have Bullet Manhattan cocktail pre-made, and they also have an old fashioned. I have not tried the old fashioned. I highly recommend you go to the store right now. We end the show and you go get this Manhattan cocktail. It is so I'm not sober, delicious. But I'm going right now. Go right now. Walk um, to the store sideways <laughs> if you have to. Is this new? Um, you know, I think it's new-ish. I don't remember seeing them. I got it at the Target when I was going for snacks and supplies. Oh, the Target. Um, but they also have it at the Vons. Uh, they have it at the Albertsons, the Alpha I Beta. I forget that they have alcohol at the Target. They do. Um, the problem is, honestly, the price is better at the Vons. Uh, but okay. if you're at Target, you don't want to go to the Vons. What if you don't have the Vons Club? Uh, then you're the screwed up person you're that needs to get the in the club. SOL. Yeah, you're okay. the yeah. But uh, anyways, this is a delicious cocktail. I'm not. I'm telling you, if you don't want to buy all the ingredients for Manhattan, which there's only three, but if you don't want to buy them, this is just perfect. That sounds very good. I've never heard of that. Um, did you say the alcohol content? Was it six? Um, on this one, it's 37.5% alcohol, 75 proof. Um, 75 proof. Yeah, wow. so it's it's perfect. It, it's perfect. You could drink the whole little bottle. comes in the little bottle. It's probably about two and a half, maybe three drinks. Um, 
but uh, well, it'll do. That you, is very strong. It's for strong. A mixed drink. No, yeah. no, you're good. You're good. You're good. And mm. then uh, you'll be good to go, and you'll be gone for good. Well, I'm gonna sign off the podcast now and head to the store. Um, I'm also maybe gonna get the door. I'm not sure who's there. Could be someone trying to do a home invasion, for all I know. So I'm going to go arm myself, answer the door. I'm going to walk down to the store responsibly and clear out the liquor clearance section. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Speaking of the Vons, <laughs> you bring up a good point. At the Vons, look for the red tags. They're going on right now, at well, least I know in that's my Vons. Tip. Now, don't you mean yellow tag? No. Yellow red is tags. yellow's part of the club. The red is okay. we're getting rid of this alcohol and uh, buy it up. That's how I bought Writer's Tears. It's one of my favorite bourbons now. Problem mm-hmm. is, it's you know it was on clearance for like nine bucks a bottle, but usually thirty dollars. I'm telling you, the savings are insane. Red tag it now. Back to your program. <laughs> well, please excuse that interruption from our our sponsor. Please take those words to heart and follow that man's advice. I think he knows what he's talking about when it comes to a couple things, and liquor may be one of them. So on that note, this was an odd episode. Um, We are the Theme Park Junkies, uh, influenced by some other things, obviously, in this podcast, one of them being alcohol. But uh, we are here for your entertainment. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and we love you to all of our followers. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. Park Junkies one is the handle. And uh, the theme park, I mean, excuse me, the theme song is fading out. So that means we're calling it a day. My name is Jay. For that other guy over there, his name is Ryan. And what are we saying? You know what we're saying. Out.